You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 229. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors. I'm a communication skills speaker, coach, and trainer, and I'm all about helping high-performing professionals and business leaders to have more confidence, influence, and impact in the workplace. Now, I am back from my USA trip. If you've been tuning in over the last few weeks, um, you'll know that I've been releasing some podcasts that aren't really to do with the regular topics, which are all about communication, public speaking, networking, leadership skills. Um, I had a bit of fun with it, did some different things while I was traveling. So I'm happy to be diving back into the regular programming of this podcast and also into my business, The C Method. I have some very exciting things in the pipeline, which I will share with you a little bit later. But first, I want to introduce you to my beautiful, bold and vibrant guest today. Now, today's podcast is all about playing big by building a bold personal brand. And I'm so excited for you to meet my amazing guest, Suzanne Chadwick. Now, Suzanne is a business brand and speaker coach, and she's all about helping big and small businesses to build strong brand messages and strategies to help them stand out. She's the founder of The Connection Exchange, where she helps savvy businesswomen build build confident, bold brands. Now, I first became aware of Suzanne through a presentation she was giving and I checked out her website and her branding, of course, really stood out to me and it just jumped off the page and I thought, you know what, I really want to get her on the podcast to share her wisdom around this topic. She's an absolute Instagram ninja as well, by the way, so make sure you follow her at, at, it's at Suze Chadwick, S-U-Z Chadwick. Um, You know how last week on the podcast, I mentioned that I'm now finally on Instagram and making an effort to be more active on the platform to connect with you guys and, you know, grow my community that way. That is because of Suze. Okay. So it's all because of her. So if you do enjoy this episode, make sure you take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and post it to Instagram and tag both Suze and myself. So Suze is at Suze Chadwick and I'm at CJ Canters. I want to give a quick shout out actually to everyone who responded to my email in the podcast last week about my, you know, being on Instagram. Um, A special shout out to Jamie Botter, at Jamie Botter, who was the first person to screenshot and tag me on Instagram after my last episode. So you rock, Jamie. Awesome, awesome. Okay. In this conversation with Suzanne, you're going to discover what is a personal brand why personal branding is so important, no matter who you are or where you work. And we also talk about how you can use a strong personal brand to create more opportunities to stand out and get what it is that you desire. So for business owners, corporate professionals, doesn't matter who you are, this applies to you. And no, you don't have to be a loud extroverted person to do this either. Okay. So that's what we talk about. So Let's get into this conversation with Suzanne Chadwick. Enjoy. Suzanne Chadwick, it's such a pleasure having you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) You know, the first time I saw you, I was like, I love this chick because (laughs) I went to your website and it was just bold and bright and colours and you just 
burst off the page and I just got immediately got a sense of your energy, your personality. It just jumped straight out of the page, which was really refreshing um, in a land of websites that are usually, you know, super boring and, and sort of towing the line. I love you for saying that. So thank you. And I think as somebody who constantly talks about building a confidently bold brand, I think you have to walk your talk. Absolutely. And that's why I was like, I got to get her on the podcast, talk branding. (laughs) So when people think brands, I'm sure a lot of people think, oh, you know, big corporate brands like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, KPMG, that kind of thing. Does that also apply to the individual? 100%. So, and I feel like more now than ever, we are absolutely in the age of the personal brand. Now, whilst personal brand's been around for a really long time, because of the way that social media works and also, you know, I even see it with corporates and some of the leaders that I engage with, people make decisions very differently now. We make decisions H to H, human to human, you know, the whole thing of B to C and B to B and all the rest of it. It's am I connecting with this person? So whether you're in a corporate or you're in a business, is this person's values aligned to mine? Is what they say in their thought leadership something that I really connect and am attracted to? And do I want to work with you? And that is in any aspect. You know, like I said, whether you're buying jewellery from a small business or whether you are working with a CEO or executive, that is the assessment that you're going through in your own mind, whether you're aware of it or not. And so we really are a lot more values-based than I think we used to be. It's kind of like, well, this is a job and this is what I do when they pay me for it and that's it. I feel like now we're like, does this person, are they a leader I want to follow when it comes to corporate? Yeah, absolutely. And then for the individuals who are um, maybe not at that like CEO level, how important is it to have that strong personal brand? Oh, just as important because, you know, I sort of talk about this. I work with a lot of different levels of people. I can work with somebody who's got 20 years of experience and I can work with somebody who's got three years of experience and I'm talking about in corporate. And there's, there are sometimes people who have got three or five years experience who are so keen and so eager and they come up with really innovative ideas and they look at things really differently. And I think that a lot of times they don't actually realise that they are building their own personal brand Mm. just through their ability to have a voice, their their ability to articulate their ideas and what it is that they think. And I think that if you can build that confidence to – really share what it is that you believe and how you see the world. And it's not always about just kind of towing the line and agreeing with those around you because I think once again to a point that time's over Um, and, you know, God love Brene Brown and, you know, the rumbling and all the rest of it, we need to be able to have honest conversations in order for organisations to stay competitive and for them to sort of keep their edge. And I think that if – you're in a corporate, it's an opportunity for you to kind of be a little bit more um, entrepreneurial because that's what organisations need now. 
And so building your personal brand within the business that you're in, no matter what level, and I think this is the thing, people are like, well, I'm new or I'm junior or I haven't been around that long. And I am like some of the most impactful people I've met in corporates that I've worked with have been junior or haven't been around that long or are new to the organisation or whatever it is. So I I just think don't ever let that stop you because fresh ideas and fresh perspectives I think uh, should always be welcomed. Yeah, absolutely. Can we um, take a step back, Suze, and talk about what is a brand specifically? What is a personal brand? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, brand in general to me, and I we were just, I love it, we were just talking about this. We're like, no, we have to wait, talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, a brand to me, and I always say this, it's the opportunity for you to create and invite people around you to have an emotional connection with what it is that you do, who you are, what you say. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of go, oh, well, you know, when we think about brands, we think about big brands. But the way that I think about it, and Jeff Bezos, obviously, from um, Amazon, the founder of Amazon, famously said, your brand is about what people say about you when you're not in the room. And that's exactly it. It's your, does your reputation precede you? Yeah, is is the things that you say, the things that you do, the way that you show up, the energy that you put out there, what is it that people are seeing? How are they experiencing you? And so your personal brand at the end of the day in the simplest form is your reputation. But I think that when you break that down, it's all of the things that I just said. It's kind of like when somebody says, well, you know, we're looking for somebody who's really great at X. You will have people that are like, oh my gosh, well, you need to speak to Christina then. Like that's who, you, she's the one. And it's those feelings that people have, it's their perception of you, uh, what you do, the quality of the work that you provide, the ideas, whatever that might be, depending on what it is you do. Yeah. So it's, do you think some people are naturally more skilled at creating this personal brand for themselves? I think there are definitely people who probably do it and don't realise that they're doing it. Okay. They're just quite – they're naturally potentially like fine to share their opinion and, you know, when something's offered or when somebody needs a hand, they just jump in. So I think that it just depends on your demeanour as well. If although, it sounds, although it sounds like everyone has a personal brand. Oh, 100%. It just depends on what that is. Yeah, Because you sure. could potentially do, you know, crappy work or not show <laughs> up or run late and you still have a personal brand where people think of you as the person who's late or does crappy work. So the brand is still there. It's just not necessarily the brand that you want. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably always think about like what, how do you create a positive personal brand? But you are 100% right. Yeah. Everybody's got a brand. Everybody has, you know, a reputation, whatever that reputation is. So yeah, obviously everybody needs to be aware of it. Yeah. So it sounds like we need to, if this is something that we want to build in a positive way and create this great image of ourselves, it's something we need to start thinking about deliberately. 100%. So I think, and I say this to a lot of people that I speak to, is it's about crafting it. So it's about the deliberate thought mm. and thinking about what is it that I want to be known for, no matter who you are and what you is do. That the first step? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's kind of saying, it's like, what do I want to be known for? So, you know, even people who are potentially changing jobs or you're wanting to move within the organisation, 
Uh, what is it that you do? And it may be not what you've done for the last 10 years, but what is it that you want to do? What are the skills that you can bring to that? How can you show your expertise or opinion? And then how can you talk about that and align yourself with the right people to be able to then move you where you want to go? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, just as an example, I, it's really interesting. When I first started my career, I learned very quickly and I feel like my first manager taught me this is that the people that you align yourself with is obviously very important, but your ability to build relationships and your own brand as to that you're the person that they need to go to or whoever needs to go to. Um, is really important. And so your personal brand, whilst it's you and what you do, I wouldn't underestimate the power of United Personal Brands, which is, so let me explain. So for example, let me say that there's a manager or somebody who's above me in a corporate who is really focused on a particular area that I'm super interested in. Yeah. And I start to figure out how I build a relationship with them and how I can help them in some way, even though that may not be my area of expertise. Is there any way that I can do additional work with them or suggest things or is there, you know, a secondment or a project or whatever it might be? And it's actually starting to look at where do I want my personal brand to go and what do I want it to do? And are there people around me who have certain influence that can carry the person, my personal brand when I'm not in the room. Oh, so like having an advocate. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so it's, it's having an advocate, but it's also, it's also looking at how you build that personal brand with those people. So could you say something to them like, Hey, if someone asks about me, could you mention this to them? Like, can you like plant them? I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm big on deliberate action. Yeah. And I just, I, my, if any of my audience are listening to this podcast, which they will be, they're going to laugh because I am the woman standing on, you know, the mountaintop saying, ask for what you want. People cannot read your mind. If you want to do something, if you want to be somewhere, if you want to have a go, if you want to be part of that project, whatever, you want to move careers, you have to speak to the people who are able to influence that and ask them and tell them what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. So I love that you've just said that because, yeah, I think that it's about planting seeds as well. It's sort of saying, I really want to do that and I want to be known for this. Uh, So when you start to talk about it, Mm. it plants seeds. And then somebody's sitting in a meeting that you're not in and they're like, oh, we're going to do this project or something, you know, we're going to, we're looking for somebody like this. And they will immediately in the back of their mind, go back to that conversation where they're like, oh, Christina mentioned that she's really interested in moving into marketing or doing a marketing project, even though you're in a completely different area. And so they're like, oh, okay, well, do you want to have a chat with her? Like, oh, these Mm. things happen without you being around. But if you can plant those seeds of how you want to be seen, what you want to do and the things that you want other people to be saying about you, then articulate it for them. I remember I was once at a a networking event and 
I was there talking to some people and someone comes up to me and goes, oh my God, are you Christina Cantor's? And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, I love your podcast. It's blah, blah, blah. And he starts going on and I was like, I need to pay this guy. Because like all of a sudden the, the, everyone else turns around and goes, oh, wow. Like, Christina, great podcast. You know, I was like, <laughs> I dude, I wish I could, uh, you know, I wish I could pay this guy to follow me around. Um, I do want to ask one question, Suze. So I'm sure there are people listening to this going, okay, talk, like say what you want you know, get in the ears of other influential people at work, form those connections, form those alliances. But that's easy for you to say, Suze. You come across as very extroverted, very confident. You've always been able to ask for what you want. What about for someone who is maybe a bit more introverted, who gets really nervous about asking for what they want and um, is not used to doing that? What advice would you have for them? I've got a little story for you. Great. And I think that this can work for introverts and it's all around learned behaviors. So when I first started my own business and I was doing my pricing and packaging, I was a bit nervous about talking about it because it wasn't something that I was used to. And so I would say to my husband, so we'd be brushing our teeth and I'd say to him, go on, ask me how much I am. (laughs) He'd be like, Suzanne, how much are you? And then I'd tell him. And I would do that on a regular basis. Now, the reason that I'm telling you that story is because if you struggle to articulate what you want, if you're unsure or you get nervous about things, then I would really recommend that you practice on your partner, on your friend, on your dog, because the more that you do it, the more that your body and your mind become used to you doing that. And that might sound really strange to people sitting there. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm going to say to my dog, so I want to be part of a marketing project. I'm like, yes, you're going to say to your dog, <laughs> I want to be part of a marketing project. Yep. I think that when you start to really articulate, and I also talk about this, and you may have heard this, I went to an event once and the guy said, your message can only be honed when it's witnessed, which basically means that when we say things in our heads, it's very different to us externally verbalizing it. And so the reason that I am telling you to say it to your dog or your partner is that the more that you say it externally verbally, the more comfortable and the more it becomes a learned behavior. And so when you go to your boss and you practice what you're going to say, you've already said it 20 times to, you know, the dog. And now it's something that you've already done before. So it's not as scary. Mm. So I think that really deciding like how bad do you really want this and do you kind of want to start to have those conversations? I also think finding people that you you feel comfortable having those conversations with and starting small maybe is a good way to go because you don't always have to go to the top. You could potentially tell a colleague who's maybe just a little bit more senior than you and they may carry that message for you as well. Mm. So when I talk about alliances with in or advocates, you can have advocates at all levels of the business. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that if you are really introverted and really shy, then find yourself a Suze, which is somebody like me, (laughs) tell them what you want. And I can guarantee you, they will probably be your mouthpiece for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done that for people before where where I'm like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to, you know, I'm doing this and that. What do you want to do? And they'll tell me and then I'll go and tell a boss or somebody else that, oh, did you know that Christina really wants to do that marketing project? And they'll be like, no, I didn't know that. And then maybe they come to you. So I just think you've got to start to get creative if you struggle with those sorts of things and think about like, how can I make this happen? 
And maybe in your reviews or things like that, performance reviews, maybe you practice how you want to talk about it. And when people say, well, what do you want to be doing? Or, you know, where do you see your future? Or you've got to love those questions. Uh, you have already thought about it. You've articulated it. Maybe you've written it down. Brene Brown talks about this too, is that when she gets really nervous or she feels like a conversation is going to be really challenging, she writes it down on her notepad so that when she's asked the question, she's like, she's prepared, she gives herself the space and then she reads what she's prepared. So I think you've just got to work out what works for you. Yeah. And I definitely know that going to networking events with a friend, right, or you know, an advocate, and you tell each other, oh, we're going to introduce each other in this way, or you can say, hey, can you say this thing about me? That really works as well. <laughs> That's awesome. What's up, Rockstar? I have a very exciting announcement for you. The C-Method Academy is launching on October 21. I cannot, cannot tell you how excited I am for this. If you love this podcast and you want help and support in implementing what you learn, this is for you, okay? This is what I designed it for. The Academy is a brand new monthly members-only training and accountability program to help you take your communication, public speaking, and leadership skills to the next level. Okay, so in this program, you get access to in-depth training where we take the concepts from this podcast and we go deeper, we study them and we implement them. You also get access to webinars and coaching calls where you have direct access to me to ask questions and to be coached. And you'll be a part of a passionate community of like-minded people who are there to support you in your journey. Okay, because no one wants to feel alone in this. So this is an opportunity for you to learn how to feel good within yourself, to speak up at work, build your confidence, build your communication skills, and to take your career to the next level. Now, I'm very excited to be launching the Academy with a series of free webinars, and you'll be able to ask me questions live on those webinars as well. So to register for those webinars and be first to be notified of the Academy launching, you must sign up at thecmethod.com slash join. So go to thecmethod.com slash join and I will send you the webinar invitations. Again, thecmethod.com slash join. Okay, let's get back to the show. Suze, I want to ask you about your brand and how you built your brand because you have such a clear, bold brand that is so clearly well thought out and so clearly representative of you. Did you come up with that straight away? I'm going to say yes and no. So no, it wasn't strategically thought out, but yes, it was always me. Right. So I think that when I went into my own business, I was really clear on what I wanted it to be. Now saying that, when I look back on my original visual branding – Good Lord. Okay. So we all the same with my first website. We all start somewhere. We all start somewhere. Back then I didn't have Canva and, you know, uh, creative markets, which I'm obsessed with, with with amazing graphics and all the rest of it. Uh, So I think that my brand, my visual brand has always been me. My brand voice has always been me. But I have to say that coming out of corporate, and I'm still in corporate, I did struggle to find my unique brand voice because I have spent 
15 years, like, writing reports and therefore thus hither there unto, <laughs> you know. So it's really hard to break. It's almost yeah. like, you know, it's the whole unlearning sometimes just to be really conversational and to be okay with having a bit of fun with your language because that's what people really engage with. So as far as my brand goes, it's definitely evolved over time as I think everybody's does. Mm. And I do talk about, so confidently bold branding is what I call my neon sign. Some people might call it a bit of a strap line, but I'm just like, because I am who I am, I love neon signs, but I just think of it as if I was standing there and there was one thing standing over my head that would describe what I'm here to do, that would be it. So I think that that has really guided me as well. Like I do ask myself things like, if I was thinking bigger, what would that look like? If I was really playing big and branding bold, which is what I talk about all the time, like, Susan, are you playing big? Like, is this, are you playing safe? So I do ask myself those questions a lot. And that does push me Mm. uh, to, I think, be a bit more vivacious out there anyway, which I love, which is really what I want people to experience. Everything that you just said about when you came to my website and what you felt or what you saw, that's exactly what I want people to feel. And for some people, they'll love it. And for some people, it will be too much. And I'm totally okay with that because you've, as you know, you're not for everybody. Exactly. Uh, So I'm, I'm good with it. And I, I'm I'm interested to to hear your story about this because you know as someone who is you know when I first started my business and I was creating my first brand, it's always such a challenge like trying to go well, what is my brand and you know you, you talked before about you know thinking about what do I want to be known for but sometimes we think we know what we want to be known for when in reality it's actually not quite there. Like I know when I started, I wanted to be seen as being professional and slick and polished. But that never quite resonated with me because it turns out I'm not. I love it. And it took me a little while to come yeah. to terms with that and to yeah. and to be okay with the fact that it's okay to be, you know, a little bit wacky and a little bit fun, but you can still be taken seriously. Yeah, 100%. And the interesting thing is I was working with a client a while ago on their neon sign and she was, and she felt like she finally nailed it. And it was something like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was around sort of um, scaling systems for more time freedom or something like that. Mm. And I said to her, you know, it'll evolve. You've got to start somewhere and then you allow these things to percolate. But then she said she started using it like at networking events and when she spoke to people and she's like, and I'm getting all of these people, these new people come to me going, that's exactly what I need. She said, and then I realized when I spoke to them, I don't want to do systems. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to her, it's like a double-edged sword. I'm like, that is so awesome because what you saw was the power of a neon sign in play. When you're able to nail your message, you will attract exactly what that message is putting out there. I said, unfortunately, you didn't get the message right. So you're attracting people you don't want or jobs or work you don't want. I'm like, but I love the fact that you saw the power of what it does. So that's what you call it, the neon sign? I call it the neon sign. Some other people might call it like, I don't know, I don't really think it's a strap line. The neon sign is really a reflection of exactly what you're about and who you're for and what you do. Mm. So for me, confident, I talk about, I work mainly with women in business in the Connection Exchange. So for women in business, it's confidently bold branding. So confident around 
clarity of message, who you are, what you're about, what you talk about, etc. Um, bold is that you're willing to kind of go the distance and not be with everybody else and not just, you know, blend in and branding is what I do. So it was, for me, it was just very clear. And it's been really interesting because once again, the language that you use attracts or repels the people that you want. And I have had not-for-profits, large corporates and small businesses contact me at different stages and say, we want to be bold and we don't know how to be. So bold in my neon sign is actually like quite a critical word because I feel like it's something that people emotionally connect with. They want to stand out. They want to be different. They just don't know how to. Yeah, yeah. Um, What if you're a brand that maybe like as your brand is very bold in Mm. itself, what if your brand is a bit more subtle? Like, can you still stand out and be a bit more reserved if that's what you're naturally like? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think. Like, what if your it's... favourite colour is beige? <laughs> maybe a camel is your logo. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> which is fine. You know something? Like I just said, if I don't resonate with you, then there will be other people that you resonate with. So if you want to be the camel and you want to be beige, there will be people who are like, I love beige. Like they are your people. So I just think you can be bold, and I almost do that in inverted commas, in any way that you want. And if quiet boldness and beige boldness is what you want, then you own it. You put everything beige and you talk about why it's beige and why you love beige and how you can help people who love beige. Like, go nuts. <laughs> I love it. I think it's important for people to realise that bold does not mean loud. No. Bold doesn't have to be, like, to stand out, you don't have to be the loudest, craziest, no. brightest, most colourful um, brand out there. You can be bold. You know, you're, you're quietly bold. You can yeah. be quietly bold. I think when I think about bold, I think about, your ability to do things differently and mm. to stand, be okay with standing out and to do things that everybody else is not doing. Like bold is breaking the mould to me. So if you want to break the mould in a beige way, I say go for it. And if you love hot pink like me, then come and say hi. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there, we talk about it all the time. There is somebody for everybody. And this is, I really do love, I mean, I do do a lot of work in the women in business space and, you know, there is the hashtag community over competition and the whole thing is we support each other because I know so many business coaches, but at the end of the day, you'll have 10 people who are standing in a room and only one of them will be for you. Even though they might all do the same thing, Mm. you'll be drawn to somebody. And that's what branding is. Well, like I said at the beginning, it's the the invitation for an emotional connection with the right people. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. Well, Suze, it's been so wonderful having you on the podcast. Can you share with us what you're most excited about right now? What am I most excited about right now? Well, I am just updating my Brand Builders Academy, which is an online course that I've got, uh, helping women in business to be bolder and really understand what a brand strategy looks like and how they can really position themselves well. So that's really exciting. And that goes live on the 7th of October. So I'm just in the middle of that. And then I'm just speaking at a lot of events, which is really exciting as well. I, uh, 
And I just, I love to connect with people in that space and talk about branding in a lot of different ways. And uh, I love the questions that I get about it because I think that people, like I said, they want to stand out. Yeah. They just don't always know how. And if people do want to learn how, how can they connect with you? So you can go to theconnectionexchange.com. Otherwise, you can find me on all social channels at Suze Chadwick, which is S-U-Z-C-H-A-D-W-I-C-K. But I do mainly play in Insta stories if you want to come and say so hi. So I've heard. <laughs> Suze has been teaching me all that Insta stories because I'm clueless. All right. Maybe you've con- convinced me to start getting onto Insta. That's good. <laughs> it's good. Once you, once you try it, you won't go back. How awesome is Suzanne Chadwick? A big thanks to her for being such a generous guest on the show this week. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at Suze Chadwick for brilliant examples of how she does her branding. I am seriously, I'm taking all my inspiration from her. And also make sure you screenshot this episode as you're listening to this and tag us in it as well. She is at Suze Chadwick. I'm at CJ Canters. Before I leave you today, remember to register for the live launch webinars for the C-Method Academy. So excited. I cannot wait. October 21, that's when it's happening. Go to thecmethod.com slash join to get on the wait list and I will also um, email you the registration link for those webinars as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I will talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.